Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harine Bhakta Kaya Ikade Haya Namaste Chitsaratmane Hitave Jagatameva Samsara Navasitave Prabhave Sarva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Oh, I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Oh, Shiva. The one divine reality being you, while being all and beyond all. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. Your inherent greatness. Yoga begins with, you are great. When you abide in your greatness, you are happier. Your life is more fulfilling. You share your goodwill with everyone you see. You appreciate things more deeply and give of yourself more willingly. One text describes it this way, that the yogi shares his bliss like the moon shining through the dark. As the moon, pure like a flower, shines all round, and by the assemblage of its gladdening rays, gladdens the world in a moment. 
such a yogi, when he moves about in the world, gladdens all around with the rays of his moon-like spiritual awareness. This is how you want to be. This is a description of your own future. This is a description of my Baba and the reason that I went to live and study with him. Just sitting with him lit me up on the inside. Ah, but I wasn't getting lit up by his light. His knowing of his own self lit up my inner knowingness of my own self. So I shone with the light of my own radiance. Of course, then, I wanted to spend as much time with him as possible. This is the greatness of the guru. Such a yogi can share what they have, and what they have is their own self. So on this Thanksgiving weekend, I say thanks to my Baba for sharing the light of consciousness from the inside out. I went to Baba because I had no clue about my own inner light. I had tried the only thing I knew, which was getting light from others. I had proved to myself that I wasn't good at it. Part of it is that the people I knew <coughs> had precious little of their own inner light. And part of it was that I didn't really want someone else's light to fill me up. I wanted me. Yet when you've lost track of your own essence, you do want others to fill you up. That's because any light is better than none. When you've lost your own self, you go to others for what they can give you, especially you go to family, especially on holidays. We've just celebrated Thanksgiving in the USA, a day we gather together with significant people in our lives and share some delicious, even decadent, foods. And particularly after the meal, when everyone is satiated, even a little overfull, everyone is so nice to each other. People show their best sides on family holidays, or they try to. My question, the yoga question is, how do you show your best side all the time? It might be as simple as smiling more often. Research has proven that you're happier when you're smiling and when you're being friendly and helpful. We see this at our local convenience store, Wawa. <laughs> they must have a great staff training program. Their staff members always smile. Even when the line is long, they greet each customer with a genuine warmth. How many people does the average cashier handle a day? Let's assume it's 100 or more. So if you're smiling and friendly to 100 people, how do you feel at the end of the day? And if you're surly and curt to 100 people, how do you feel at the end of the day? Multiple studies have found that smiling increases mood-enhancing hormones while simultaneously decreasing stress hormones, including adrenaline. Smiling also reduces overall blood pressure. 
And the muscles that you use to smile actually trigger your brain to produce more endorphins, chemicals that relieve pain and stress. The Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh said it this way, sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. How great that you can do something simple like smile, even when you don't feel like it. And your own smile will make you feel better. A great quick fix. But why do you need something to make you feel better? A smile can do it, but why do you need it? Why don't you feel better already? When you're not smiling, when you're not showing your best side to others, what is going on inside you? This is what yoga is designed to address. You see, you are great. When you're experiencing your inherent greatness, you feel great. When you are present in your own presence, not only do you like yourself, but your little light shines and others like you too. Let's start with you liking yourself. This is not about being good at something. This is not about being fast or smart or good looking. It's not about being kind or friendly or talented. It's not about anything you do or don't do. It's about you being human. How hard do you have to work at being human? It's explained in a classical teaching story. A man went every week to hear his guru's discourse and meditate with his guru. He always returned home inspired to put his guru's teachings into practice in his life. Now, I usually say, do more yoga or even do more mantra. His guru usually said, remember who you are, even in the midst of life. So this man would remind himself, I am consciousness. Throughout the day, throughout the days, I am the one divine reality being an individual in the world. I am Shiva. Over the years, he got better at it, but would still lose his focus during the week. So one Sunday after his guru's discourse, when the yogi came up for darshan, a personal moment with the guru, he asked a question. You always say, Guruji, Remember who you are, even in the midst of life. I try. I really try, Guruji. I've gotten to the point that I can get all the way to Wednesday. But then I lose it. Please, how do I remember my own self all the time? The Guru said, you remember your own self in the same way that you remember you are not a monkey. Do you have to remind yourself that you are not a monkey? I am not a monkey. 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 Let me see. Hmm. Opposable thumbs. I am not a monkey. I am not a monkey. Do you have to remind yourself all the time? No. You know you're not a monkey. You already know. 
In the same way, the point of yoga is to know your own self. The point of meditation is not merely to experience your own self, but to become established in the experiential knowing of your own divine essence, O Shiva. You are not a monkey. You are a human being. While you probably focus much of your time and energy on what you do, yoga focuses on who you be. When you settle into your own humanness, something shines through. Hidden within every human being is the light of consciousness. This is your own light shining through. This is your best side. I'd like for you to shine all the time. More than me wanting you to shine all the time, this is my job to make you be able to shine all the time. The divine task assigned to me is to show you your own light. Remember, guru is spelled G, you are you. And when you know yourself to your core, when you deepen into your own inner dimensionality, when you be the beingness that you are, you feel like you. This is your own self. You are great. It is true. Now, whether it's Thanksgiving or any other day, a normal, non-special day, what if you are you all the time? Now your smile comes from the inside beaming out. And your joy is contagious. I will rephrase. Thich Nhat Hanh, he said, sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. I say, inner joy is the source of your smile, always. When you know your own self, you have something worth sharing. This is why you need a guru. Well, let me make it personal. This is why I needed a guru. I couldn't find me by myself. I needed help. Someone to amp up the light inside me so I could find me. My Baba did this for me. This is the greatness of the Guru. This is why my Thanksgiving discourse is all about thanking him. He was so great that he didn't have to be doing anything to make a difference in us. My favorite times with him were when we were sitting in silence with him. He had an amber mala with big clunky beads, and he would sit in the outdoor courtyard and move the beads, click, 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 click. That was the only sound. It would go on for an hour or more. We got to sit with him. Something was happening. A type of radioactivity, I'll call it. I was infected by the rays he emanated, a most beneficial infection. Nothing more was needed. This is described in the Shiva Sutras. The yogi feels delight in the midst of life. 
which is the contagious bliss of consciousness, his continuing awareness of being. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham, Shiva Sutra 1.18, the yogi feels delight in the midst of life, which is the contagious bliss of consciousness, his continuing awareness of being. This is a promise of your future. This is a description of how the guru feels delight in the midst of life. For you, delight may currently be dependent on what's happening. But for one who is based in self-knowingness, the delight arises from within regardless of what is happening. Your problem is that only certain things give you delight. You could even make a list. This delights me and this and this. My list would include music, bodies of water like our local river and nearby lake, doing yoga, of course, popcorn, <laughs> and pickles. <laughs> well, my list is actually much longer for <laughs> everything delights me even things I didn't plan for, even difficulties that challenged me to rise to a new level, I delight in them as well. That's what this sutra is saying, that as a yogi, you will reach the level that every moment of life is a moment of delight, regardless of what is happening or not happening. Loka, place, time, situation, event, wherever you find yourself, your inner delight continues. Why? How? Because you are experiencing the bliss of consciousness, the bliss of the knowingness of your own beingness all the time. You live in the continuing awareness of being, beingness. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham. The yogi feels delight in the midst of his life which is the contagious bliss of consciousness, his continuing awareness of being. When do you stop being beingness? You don't. Even if you don't yet know your own beingness, you are still beingness, being an individual, being you. And beingness is aware of being, beingness. This awareness, chit, gives rise to bliss, ananda, chit ananda, the bliss of consciousness. I'll contrast this with the process of perception that most people go through. Ooh, look at that homemade pumpkin pie. Yum. When I have a slice of that pie with the homemade whipped cream, of course, then I'll be happy. And a second piece will make me even happier. Instead, one who lives in the ever-rising delight of the self perceives it differently. Ooh, look at that homemade pumpkin pie. What a beautiful form of Shiva it is. Yes, of course I'll have some especially with the homemade whipped cream, another glorious form of Shiva. And Shiva is being my taste buds, 
and my appreciation for the baker who made this beautiful concoction for all of us. All the while, Shiva is being me. And yes, it tastes good. And my inner experience of the bliss of consciousness continues before the taste, during the taste, and after the taste. I was bliss-filled before I saw the pie, and while I saw it, and while I ate some of it, and even when it is gone, the bliss never ends. And I can still appreciate pumpkin pie. Best of all, this inner delight is contagious. Loka Ananda Samadhi Sukham. The yogi feels delight in the midst of light, which is the contagious bliss of consciousness, his continuing awareness of being. That's why sitting with Baba was so great. The sage Shemaraja comments on this verse saying, the delight of knowership, which the yogi experiences by continuous repose and delight within himself, ends in making his delight also manifest among those who carefully observe him in that state. This happens by the process of transmission of delight. I'll call it osmosis, contagious bliss. In this passage, particularly, I want to point out that this yogi, which is a promise of your own future, experiences the delight by continuous repose within himself. It means the way you get there is by settling in. It's not about continually efforting to remember you are not a monkey. It's a knowing. You know that you are consciousness in the same way that you know you are not a monkey. You just know. You already know. It's a matter of settling into your own knowingness, of your own beingness, O Shiva. My Baba was a great example of this. Yes, I loved when he gave discourses. Yes, I loved to chant with him. Yes, meditating with him was so easy, so deep and easy. That's why I created our meditation club so I could be available to meditate with you every day to make your meditation deep and easy. Another text that Chandra Jnana describes this more poetically, as the moon, pure like a flower, shines all round, and by the assemblage of its gladdening rays gladdens the world in a moment. Even so, O Parvati, a great yogi, when he moves about the world, gladdens all round, with the rays of his moonlike spiritual awareness, the entire variegated world, from Avicii, a particular hell, to Shiva. Wow. Let's go through this again. The gladdening rays of the moon. We all love to see the moon. The light shining through the dark. Its cool rays do bring gladness. Sunlight is golden yellow. Moonlight is silvery white. Sunlight is hot. Moonlight is cool. 
Sunlight radiates from the sun, a star in its own right. Moonlight is the reflection of sunlight, like your mind reflects the light of your own being. May your mind, like the full moon, always be full of the reflection of your own inner light. As the moon, pure like a flower, shines all round, and by the assemblage of its gladdening rays, gladdens the world in a moment. Now the text compares a great yogi moving through the world to the moon shining through the night. Such a yogi, when he moves about in the world, gladdens all round with the rays of his moonlike spiritual awareness. Baba was like this. It was especially fun to watch when a journalist would interview him. When we were in L.A. with Baba, two news journalists interviewed him on NBC News. They had a half-hour show. They started off all serious, very news-like. So, Swami Muktananda, you've come to America. What is your message? And within a few minutes, they were laughing and feeling more connected, I'll call it. They got more and more blissful as the interview went on. And by the end, they confessed that just sitting with him made them feel this way. All you had to do was sit with him. He gladdened all around with the rays of his moon-like spiritual awareness, his light shining through the darkness that most people carry with them in their life. How far does this moonlight shine? The verse says it shines through the entire variegated world. This whole motley universe, with all its multitudinous beings and objects, like the moon shines its light across the whole planet. Yet this light, the light of a great being, reaches farther. All the way, the verse says, from Avicii, a particular hell, up to Shiva. A particular hell? You mean there's more than one? Yes, the sages of India describe 28 levels of hell, with Avicii being the lowest level. And the light of such a great master shines from the darkest of hells, all the way to Shiva, all the way to the highest realm of all, such a master even shines light onto Shiva. The greatness of the Guru. Yet the greatness of the Guru is the greatness of the human being. Your own greatness is the greatness that's shown through my Baba. Your own self is the one self that is my Baba's own self and his Baba's own self and my own self. There is only one, one divine reality being all, including you, including me. This is about who you already are and about your own future as a yogi, should you choose so. All you have to do is, dare I say it, do more yoga, or at least smile more often. <laughs>
ಸ್ವರೂಪ ಸ್ವಸ್ವಭಾವ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ